0: Today is July 25th. The Yankees have two games coming up against the Mets. We bantered with Boone a little bit and have some sharp stats to discuss. Let's do it. Let's talk. Yanks. Talking. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, episode number 936. Wow, brought to you by Seat Geek. My name is Jimmy, his name is Jake, and BBD is in the corner. I'm in studio today, Jake. I am home alone as Katie and the kids are down the shore still with the entire family, which means I have to cook and provide for myself, which means I will be eating a lot of factor meals because my fridge is stocked. They're one of our sponsors today. If you are busy, Running around, trying to enjoy the long days of summer and not bog yourself down cooking, but also don't want to order and be unhealthy. Factor is exactly what you're looking for. America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. You can pop it in the microwave. You can pop it in the oven. I'm an oven-over-microwave person. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't even really have to
1: cook. It's just insert
0: yeah well you have to poke the holes you gotta i've been poking bubbles. the holes. yes yeah they got a lot of different meals i have been enjoying it because it is really easy especially with two in diapers the way that we've been living right now and being a little solo this week so i'm definitely going to be eating factor you guys should try it as well head to factor meals.com slash yanks 50 and use code yanks 50 to get 50 percent off damn that's code Yanks50 at Factormeals.com slash Yanks50 to get 50% off. Jake, how goes it? How are you doing?
1: James Davis, hoping, uh, hoping we have a Yankee who's an X-Factor in this weird two-gamer with the Mets. I, uh, <laughs> boy, would I really like a win tonight. Um, I'll be in the stadium.
0: Oh, you are going? Caesar, I'm going. I was uh, debating going tonight.
1: Going with some of Jess's friends. So nice. I, I couldn't go with you. Um, but I'm, uh, yeah, man. I mean, it's, we're in this, this pivot point. Like if, if the Yankees win tonight, it's four in a row, Mm -hmm. like a weird two game set, you know, that final game against the Mets, if you lose, isn't going to feel good, but you say, well, it's a two game set. We won four games. Like we continue to check that box. Let's keep going. If they can set themselves up for a little subway series, two game sweep. And Rodon is on the mound, coming off the kiss kiss incident, kiss incident, kiss incident. The kiss incident. Like that'd be five in a row. Rodon could redeem it. Like there's so it could actually build towards something, and yet at the same time, I think every Yankee fan is <laughs> living horrified because one wrong pitch or one wrong thing goes goes the other way, and this team is still in a tight spot. So hopefully the Rizzo stuff is real. Hopefully a DJ or Stanton has clicked, but. Yeah, I mean it's going to be a, a little bit of a pressure cooker in the boogie down tonight.
0: They did get swept by the Mets in City Field last year. Uh, one of the walk offs, the whole whistle gate chirping stuff. It was it was a wild scene. So let's sweep them in at city. home. Yeah, in, in City, yeah, in City Field. Yeah, we were at one of the games. Yeah, it sucked. Yep, and I didn't like it. Mm-mm. Let's see what Katie Sharp has for us today. The sharpest of stats it says quick innings on the. On the computer or the monitor in front of us so i'm guessing it's about how the yankees just go down one two three all the time Ooh. Ugh. is that it
2: hey guys it is the queen of stats and i am back yes after a, a little quick vacation um maybe i should go on vacation more because the yankees are coming off a sweep of the royals um but don't get too fooled by this outburst because we really do need to see them perform against some good teams actually and um one thing that i do want to go that I want to focus on today is and it goes back to uh, when Sean Casey was hired and he talked about um, the Yankees, pro- the Yankees propensity for droughts and quick outs in the innings. Um, and so these quick innings. So what I did is I actually, I looked at one, two, three innings. So that's, you know, three batters come to the plate and then three batters make outs. Um, so if, if you have a double play, if you get guy gets on base and there's a double play, that doesn't count as a 1-2-3 inning. This is just 1-2-3. One, one batter, two batter, three batters, and outs. So the Yankees this season, they have the fifth most 1-2-3 innings. Obviously, that is not good. Um, they are behind the Royals, the White Sox, the A's, and the Tigers. This is kind of just <laughs> just putting some stats to what we see on the field. So, yes, they have the fifth most 1-2-3 innings um, in the majors this year. Last year? Obviously a different story. They have the ninth fewest. Um, and then, you know, Casey talked a lot about these quick innings in terms of pitches. So um, I looked at the number of innings that the Yankees have with seven pitches where they saw seven pitches or fewer. They have the oh, fifth shit. most of those as well. If you look at six pitches or fewer innings, they have the fourth most, and we're getting into smaller sample sizes. But if you look at um, innings with five pitches or fewer, they are tied for the second most. Um, So that is obviously clearly a problem. Sean Casey was right to diagnose it um, when he uh, when he was introduced and he had his introductory press conference. Um, this is a problem that probably needs to be fixed by the Yankees. And what it has led to, and this is the most startling stat, and this has been you know around Twitter a lot and seems to come up a lot, um, is that they, the Yankees have by far the most games by an opposing starter who went at least seven innings. Yeah. Uh, they have 24 of those this season, which is five more than the second-place team, which is the A's. And last year, just for, for context, they had the fourth fewest. They had only 18 during the regular season. So there you go, just some numbers to what we are seeing on the field. And, um, yeah, just I want to see them perform against some better teams, and they've got some tough competition uh, coming up uh, this week and next week. So we'll see if they're able to uh, turn this around. Thanks, guys.
1: Shit, I mean... Sharp Stats are brought to you by PPV.com. Wow! Big fight this weekend. Spence Crawford, our Dan Canobio, and Chris Algieri will be there. And if you go to PPV.com and get the fight, and this is one of the big ones, you know, boxing, it, it, it comes in, well comes in droves. I was going to compare it to the Yankees' offense, but no need. Um, This is one of the big fights this year, and if you get it on PPV.com, you can interact with our Dan Canobio and Chris Algieri and legendary boxing writer Lance Pugmire. Pugmire. Yes. So, uh, you guys know the name, but PPV.com is the most convenient, reliable, and engaging way to stream pay-per-view events. No subscription required, ever. You can download the PPV.com app to all your favorite devices. Watch your computer, phone, TV, wherever you're gonna watch it. You're gonna want the big screen for this one. This is one of the, this is one of the big ones. So go click the link in the description and order Spence Crawford on PPV.com
0: right now. Sharp stats. Sharp stats. You knew the that. You kind of knew all of this. You right. just didn't know in the context of that. The the I don't know what's more worrisome for you. The one, two, three innings, fifth most, or the seven pitchers or fewer fifth most, because that's both worlds.
1: Yes. Yes. It's, yeah, I mean, they're kind of connected, right? Like if you're having a seven pitch inning, it's got to be... One, two, three, more or less. Um no, I don't think it's shocking. I think and to quote the Queen of Stats, K T Sharp, uh <laughs> it's the Oakland A's and then AL Central teams, which basically don't count. Mm. So you're you're basically the worst team at having long innings um or not having short innings, and yeah, that's that's daunting. That's that's really daunting. I even Try to go into Glaber's stats to see because, you know, he's been our most notorious first pitch swinger this year, yet he's been our most consistent hitter through the year. Um and when he swings at the first pitch, he you know, his at bats have have good numbers, because, you know, if you connect enough, but even in those at bats, it's a three oh seven on base percentage. So like uh the slugging is five twenty one. So when he's connecting, it's big. But yeah, I mean it, it clearly feels like part of either Dylan Lawson's philosophy or the organ. Uh, clearly the organization bought into it was to go get your pitch and hunt it out. Don't wait, you know, don't get to two strikes. That's where you get in trouble. Um, and it seems to have backfired tremendously because it, you know, a lot of at bats are one. And you know, a couple of these recent Yankee teams, even it, it always felt like judge was three two. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it felt like Rizzo started working counts. It was like, and if you win those pivot pitches, you know, that's how you can break an inning open. That's how you can break a pitcher. Because if you're throwing that many balls, you know, if if you win two, three, two pitches, say it's Judge and Rizzo coming up, you know, it, that could be 12 pitches and nobody out. And it just feels like we haven't put ourselves... And that's when you knock the starting pitcher out. That's when you ruin their bullpen for the series. And I... Have we said that in a series recap at all? Like, man, we ruined their bullpen.
0: No, no. And over a series, like, I don't know how much I don't know how much it is of this anymore, but it used to be very important. And it certainly is with teams. We've seen it play. The Yankees were used all their bullpen.
1: How often have we talked about the Yankees using? You know, they kind of have three guys they believe in in the bullpen now. Four. That, if you you
0: use them, game one,
1: right. there's a chance they could be out if you use them in the first two games. And yeah, we've just never been looking at the other side of the coin and been like, oh, well.
0: And that's so big in playoff series. Yeah. I'm looking up some stats here to see if there's been any uh, help here or difference in the short time with Sean Casey. So I'm looking at first time through the order. Before Casey and after Casey. So, the first time through the batting order, okay. the average amount of pitches the starting pitcher threw was 34 through the first time through the order. So, that doesn't mean the first three innings because they could have had an offensive. They could have got people on. So, it could be the, you know, two right. whatever. Just, just the, everyone's first at bat of the game. For the everyone's Yankees. first at bat. Since the break in the eight games or whatever it's been, nine, it's a 337. Point two, so it's going up
1: okay
0: um, that's with one really really bad one against Connor Siebold mm. but um, the Royal series was good. it was 39, 48 36. now I wanted to look at first two times through the order give them the benefit of the doubt that like you know um, the first time you're you're still seeing everything and I'm calculating this now, it's slightly better. 53 pitches first two times through versus starting pitchers, 56 the next couple of times.
1: Yeah, I I guess if I'm doing half glass full, half glass empty, um, you know, this is something that in a way can be addressed. Like, I don't know, just talking about patience at the plate and, you know. Working, fouling off pitches. Yeah, trying to, having an approach of I'm going to work the count and, you know, if, there's a, if if I don't get the pitch I'm looking for in that first pitch, you know, let's draw out the, the at-bat and, you know, pitchers bounce pitches and stuff. The Yankees are seeing a ton of breaking balls recently. Like, you know, uh, extend the at-bat because then you might get another mistake or they, they could walk you. So you'd love to see more of that. I guess the scary thing, as you're talking about coming out of the break, um, you know, a reminder, some of these Colorado and Kansas City pitchers that we saw um, are guys that, were listed as some of the worst starting pitchers in baseball. Royals were, were... The Royals were a tough watch. I mean, the the guys who pitched for the Rockies, in theory, were in the same boat um, as some of those yeah. Royals pitchers. Royals so. just
0: threw so many breaking balls they were just so far off the plate.
1: Yeah. Uh, and that's where I'm going to, you know, spin things scary. Coming up for the Yanks, Verlander Quintana... Uh, It looks like they're getting top prospect Grayson Rodriguez with the Orioles. Wells and Kramer, who have been very solid for Baltimore. And then it's Glasnow, Eflin, McClanahan, uh, and I think Hunter Brown with the Astros after that. So, you know, we just came through a stretch that was supposed to be our, our easy starting pitching we were facing. And, you know, we ended up getting results against the Royals at the end. But, you know, those were also kind of close games, too, and Singer was good. So, I don't know. It's where those nerves kick in, and you hope you hope in a three days or in a week we're talking about, wow, the Yankees, the Yankees did it against starting pitching, they did it against good starting pitching, and they really opened up the door back into this 23 season. Or, you know, I don't want to do a sad sharp stats next week.
0: Well, Justin Verlander, looking at his first time through a batting lineup, the most pitches he's ever thrown this season, first time through, was 56 pitches against the Yankees.
1: Yeah. They were good at bats. There's just no result.
0: (laughs) His last three games, 22 pitches. I don't know who that was against. And then 43 and then 23. That was Padres, Dodgers, White Sox. So... That ends up.
1: A little flashback talking Yanks pregame show. I need um, I need the Yankees to either score double digit runs off Erlander. <laughs> not double digit, excuse me. Oh my multiple runs off Erlander okay. in the first or or a Rizzo homer. So it's either a
0: solo Rizzo homer or okay. multiple
1: runs in the first.
0: How many games have the Yankees scored multiple runs? I mean
1: that first Sean Casey game, obviously. Let me
0: fix the offense. I have the answer. It's nine. All year. Yeah. That seemed good. Oakland, Seattle, Seattle, San Diego, Oakland, 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 Cleveland, Minnesota.
1: So five of those games against Oakland.
0: Nine against nine and five against Oakland. So non Oakland Minnesota against uh, Maeda, Cleveland against Gaddis, and then oh uh, and then. Darvish, they got him, or maybe the bullpen. I forget. Miller, that game versus Seattle, Gilbert versus Seattle, and that's all. So it's not good. First so no.
3: innings historically when that's the most awful. runs get scored. So
0: Seattle,
1: Bryce Miller, you had lineup. That How's he been doing? That guy for uh, he bounced back a little bit recently. Uh, that Cleveland guy, remember he, we both walked away like that guy had. Yeah. So that's two rookies. Yeah. Then five
0: Oakland starts? Yep.
1: So the only... They've gotten
0: to Logan Gilbert, you Darvish. Other- well, yeah, yeah, I don't even know in that Darvish start, was it... It was, they did get Darvish, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember now. So
1: they've gotten to Logan Gilbert, you Darvish. Otherwise, it was an Oakland A or two rookies.
0: I'm missing one start. Maeda.
1: Maeda! Okay! Maeda, they get 10
0: earned on Maeda, yeah.
1: That's crazy.
0: And that was, I think they were like, it wasn't all home runs. I think that was the game where, like, they just kind of hit. And it was fun. Maeda? Yeah.
1: Well, it was in Minnesota, right?
0: (laughs) Yes, it was. So there's
1: kind of no rules there?
0: Glaber double, Willie Calhoun single, Mm. IKF single, Oswaldo Cabrera walk, Volpe single, Judge double, Judge caught stealing to end. Hmm. Yeah, and then single, single, double in the fourth inning, double, and then Glaber did homer in the fourth to make it and to put the tenth and eleventh runs up.
1: Getaway to not get swept. Wait, that wasn't in the first inning. That was in the second inning.
0: Maybe I I did you. We weren't on the same page for the whole time. Um, I was doing ten runs or more scored, double digit. Yeah, you just want multiple runs. Yeah. I, multiple runs in the first inning is going to be a lot more than that.
1: Okay. That's where we were disconnected. Yeah. Okay.
0: I don't even know how to find that, though. Okay. hard. Yeah, I was just doing 10 runs or more. Sorry. Gotcha. When you said double digit. And I was like, that's a crazy ask. I don't think they've done that all season. Yeah, that's why I got off that yeah. instantly and we were laughing.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, let's laugh with Boone a little bit because you guys know – Bantering with Boone at Noon is brought to you by Vizio. Has been, will be, because Vizio has award-winning TVs and soundbars at insane prices, 4K screens, under $500. And Vizio, they're with baseball. Vizio's Watch Free Plus offers MLB Network totally for free, right out of the box. Plug and play and... You can cast games from your phone, tablet, laptop, the big screen via Chromecast or Apple Airplay. Vizio is the MVP. Value. Most valuable player of value itself. So, head over to Vizio.com. Check out how you can elevate your viewing experience all season long. Whatever your budget or size of your home, Vizio has you covered
0: with the perfect TV and soundbar combo.
1: Click the link in the description. Let's banter
0: welcome well hi boone how are you bantering <laughs> with boone it comes in the middle of the episode so a big boone, at, intro.
1: boone at noon today
0: boone at noon wow boone at noon do your family ever use that for lunchtime or something
1: like that <laughs> <laughs> no boone
0: at noon
3: i like it okay
0: coming off a sweep of the royals which is uh you needed that obviously um because the other thing would have hurt, but I am interested how we go from here with Mets, and then you have a, a nice stretch. So I think today we're going to try and keep our conversations more more forward-looking. You got a lot of change on the roster before this and during this Royals series with injuries and guys coming back and flipping the whole bench kind of got flipped. So we're interested in a lot of moving pieces there, but I'll give you a couple seconds or a minute on the clock to tell us about the Royal series and how good everything went. You like it? <laughs>
3: I like that uh look anytime you can get a sweep, um <clears throat> obviously that's big. And then when it, it on top of what we've been going through recently. So good to good to get that. Good good to get that third one and finish it off. Um uh made for made for a little bit better of an off day for everyone. And uh, you know, now we, you know, got a couple couple more games on the home stand and like you said, in, into a tough stretch and hopefully continue to get some pieces back.
1: And let's, we'll, we'll check a box real quick. Glaber Torres is fine. You took him out for precautionary reasons. That play was funky, but Glaber's great.
3: Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I didn't take him out for precautionary reasons. He had to come out of the game, but okay. yeah, he, uh, he was better after the game. I actually, when I was sending the lineup out last night, I checked with him, make sure he's good, and he gave me the, yeah, I'm good, to, ready to go. So, uh, back in there today. And, uh, yeah, I, th- I think we, I don't think it was anything too serious.
0: Cool. That's good. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Judge and Lowe, are they just going to keep barnstorming stadiums, putting on their own show, or <laughs> is there a next step?
3: Uh, Judge is in Tampa, so cool. he'll, uh, He's doing stuff today. I'm not sure. It's all kind of tolerance based, so whether, you know, live, getting out in the I, you know, sim stuff. Um I'll get the report more at the end of the day, but he's down there today. Uh Luizic is heading there tonight. He'll throw tomorrow against Judge too. Uh he'll have a I think a two up sim. Uh and then in, in ahead of his rehab start on the weekend.
1: Rivalry matchup. Yeah. Judge and Lewisaga. They're just seeing each other all the time.
3: Yeah, I mean the good thing for Aaron is it doesn't get any tougher than that. It, like <laughs> it ain't gonna get it only gets easier from having to face right on right Loisaga, and, and Lowe looks great right now. He's I mean, he's he's throwing the ball real he looked like playoff low uh just the other day in his live to to Aaron. So um he he continues to make good strides.
0: Is there I mean with with the tough stretch coming up, is there any kind of not not pressure, but any like desire or want to have him start it start one of these series start Baltimore start Houston like kick off uh no judge why you can tell me about the wise as well Well, but more so judge
3: oh I don't know I mean we'll see we'll see how these next days go you know um if he if he's at a point to where that's in play or not but that's um I I don't know we'll get we'll get the report today and see where we're at
1: for the uh the Again, kind of what's what's coming up? Uh, leadoff hitter, Royal Series. We saw a different leadoff hitter every day. Um, is, is that just? I, I guess how are you guys looking at? It? Is it is it open competition? If someone gets hot in in that one spot, they can lock it down. Are you guys going to try to play the matchup kind of every day, or, or what are you seeing for the leadoff spot
0: coming up?
3: Well, we got Bowers back the second day, so um, or the third day.
0: Third McKinney third. was the second. Peraza McKinney, McKinney Bowers.
3: Was the Yeah. So, um, yeah. And just depending on the matchup and, you know, we had a couple pretty heavy righty split guys. So I I wanted to make sure we had the first two days anyway, a good amount of lefties in there. Um, and then just, it's basically splitting them up, you know, like one, four, seven, three, six, nine. Like if I have three, that's usually kind of how, how I try and two, five, eight, you know, I try and kind of do it like that. Um, doesn't always work out that way, but, um, and then just depending, you know, you got Verlander tonight, <clears throat> who's actually about dead neutral. Um, so similar lineup tonight with with three lefties.
0: So Bowers, Glaber, Stanton, Rizzo is your opening, uh, four? Yes, there? yes. Right. All right, okay, with the catching situation, Trevino goes down, it's a little. I guess, can you just walk us through your end? Because, I mean, five weeks later, you or five days earlier, you told us uh, Higgy caught two in a row, and you say Tre- Trevi's fine. Uh, he's not injured or banged up. I don't know at that point if you know he's fine or know he's healing or working on stuff. And, and I appreciate and understand that part of your job is protecting these guys and not outing, oh, yeah, he's playing hurt right now, and then everyone yells at them. But a couple times now we've had a player say, yeah, I was hurt at the start of the season. I thought I could play through it. I realized I wasn't helping the team, so I'm out. And as fans, it's like, man, I really love and appreciate that you want to do that. But I don't know if that's the best case of helping the team. How does how does this play out? Like, when were you guys aware he's battling something? When are you aware that he's deciding it's too bad to keep going forward?
3: Um, Yeah, we've been aware for really a while he's been playing with it. and the reality is that's Jose Trevino and he was all the way till the end helping us. Like, I mean, you know, he's arguably the best catcher in the league and, and still was holding his own enough offensively. Now in the recent couple of weeks, you know, there was more, man, today it's not great. Next day it is, but I was never sitting him necessarily like, yes, he was, not what he normally is because he's banged up, but there was never a day that I was sitting him. Cause like, Oh, he can't go today. It was just, you know, kind of playing through some pain and um, but it got, it gotten to the point where it was just more bad days, uh, more, you know, waking up with soreness every day. And he's got that tear in there. So it's got to get fixed. Um, but, you know, all doctor said is, is he can play with it as long as, he can tolerate it because it's already torn. So, um, and he was, you know, still holding his own very much.
0: So Rort comes up and now what does the catching situation look like? Is Rort going to get Cole starts? Is that going to be priority one or is it going to be a true platoon split or does Higgy kind of get majority here?
3: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I just kind of day by day with it, you know, um, he'll play a lot, you know, Benny's going to play, uh, have a lot of confidence in him it was great that you know he came up and caught garrett and that went well um and you know even even to get with garrett afterwards you know he i think he really enjoyed throwing to him um but you know that said Higgy can catch him too um so yeah you know they'll be maybe pick a day tough righty on the hill get ben in there um just kind of go with it day by day. Obviously, day games after night games affect catcher, but there'll be a little bit of a shared role there.
1: You know, you know, you always, you always remember your first. Did did you guys have to prep Rort vet at all? Like, you know, intention, catching coal—that's a—that's an intense experience. Like, was was there? A, you and Higgy kind of pulled him over and were like, "Hey, like, buckle up for this one."
3: Well, so he he got here the day before, so it was good that they got to spend basically the day before (laughs) kind of game planning and prepping and more Trevi, Trevi, our pitching guys, Garrett and, and, um, and Ben just kind of walking through things and going through things. And, um, you know, I think all in all went pretty well.
0: You don't have a big bat on the bench right now. Uh, So is the catchers, like you don't have that carpenter lefty, you know, pinch hit, explosive at bat guy right now on the roster. So with the catchers being um, lefty and righty, how much are, are you willing to pinch hit for each other? Or does that come into play? A lot of teams won't use their second catcher because they don't want to be down to having no catcher on the bench. If it's, you know, seventh inning and the relievers in there. Or we've seen you use two. So yeah. I mean, that doesn't, I'm just, yeah, just can you talk us through that? Some managers won't do that. You don't seem to have a problem Using both catchers,
3: yeah, yeah. Once we get later in the game, yeah. If 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 there's a a matchup I like or whatever, then you know we're not going to hesitate in that situation. So, um, yeah, nothing's affected
0: there. And is that does IKF having caught a full season in MLB, like, and having a third catcher that that has done that, like your safety catcher has actually done it, is that yes. come into play at all I, or no?
3: I, I guess that helps a little bit. Yes. I mean, not that I necessarily want to throw Izzy back there. Um, but, yes, knowing he has been a major league catcher, um, I, I guess does give you a little comfort. Um, but, but frankly, wouldn't change that much in a late-game pinch-hitting situation either.
0: You don't want to throw IKF out there just so he can be the guy who played nine positions? I mean, and then, like, check that off on his list. He goes into the record books if you put him in behind the dish for one inning.
3: Yeah. Um,
0: oh, first base two. That's easy. Not
3: necessarily. Although, like, I mean, if we got in that situation, you know, I know he's equipped to handle it, but, yeah, I don't want to just do it to do it.
1: Um, you mentioned Izzy. Uh, Greg Allen is also back with the squad. And, you know, outfield options between those two guys. IKF has been playing uh, a little bit less recently with, with different bodies coming in, coming out. Greg Allen is also back. I, I guess – you know, we we get locked into roles a little bit and I realize there's matchups and flexibility, but I guess what's Greg Allen's current role and I guess has IKF's role changed at all? Or he's he's kind of just your plug and play guy?
3: Yeah, a little bit like you know, like tomorrow we got Quintana, IKF will probably play left field for us tomorrow. Um and, and IKF just he's his versatility is just so valuable um to have. In so many ways. I mean, he's done a good job all year in whatever role we've put him in. Uh, but having that versatility off the bench where you can plug in in the outfield, uh, in the infield, in a pinch running situation, there's certain pitch hitting situations that we really like him in too, you know, whether it's a lefty or whether it's a put a ball in play situation or we need a hit. Like he's, um, He's really valuable off the bench, but he's also done a good job when he's had opportunities as a starter, too. And those will still present themselves uh, in certain situations. But with with Bowers and McKinney uh, both being in play now um, and and having done a nice job, you know, they've earned some opportunities. And, you know, to get that third lefty in there sometimes in in certain games, um, you know, I put a value on that.
0: Well, like, I can't be platooning with them, lefty pitcher? You say this series against the Mets, you're going against the righty. Yeah, I mean, like, and he'll lefty. probably
3: be out there against Quintana. Like, I'll probably have, you know, probably just Riz in there um, against Quintana with with Izzy probably in in left and probably play G in the outfield that day and DH one of the infielders.
0: With Judge coming back eventually, how, how much does it make you smile thinking about, you know, a late and close game and you could have Greg Allen in left? Bader and center and judging right that's yeah that would be nice yes
3: yes um you know I I think you you were asking a little bit about Greg Allen I mean he does bring that defensive flexibility of a guy that can truly play all three really runs the base as well gives you gives you a decent at bat too you know especially left-handed um so he's just you know I think cut out for the role when we're more whole too.
0: It's the most speed the Yankees have ever had on, on the bench in the last couple of years. With, right right now, with Peraza, IKF, and Greg Allen on the bench, you also have Bader and Volpe in the starting lineup. Bowers, McKinney can run. So it's a pretty fast sp- team.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think you probably overstated a couple of those guys on their speed, but... Which like, ones? Yes, we are, Bowers? We are... Yeah, Bowers, I wouldn't Not say runs guy. well, yeah. like...
0: Okay. You know, well, he's great
3: you know, first steps. We're much more athletic um, right okay. now than we than we've been, and that's, and that's when you put you know, Bowers
0: next to Rizzo and Stanton and DJ. It he sometimes he looks like a superstar. Stan <laughs> Stan has the most impressive ability to know himself I've ever seen. Every time there's a ball hit, I'm like, there's no fucking way he's getting there, and then he catches it on his very last step. I just think his his clock step to ball math is yeah. he, he's not wasting in any energy.
3: It is good. You're right.
0: <laughs> Even on doubles, and and uh, there was a video of him going second to home the other day. <laughs> he was just like, no, I don't need to go very fast for this. Kind of nuts. Kind of nuts. Knows it. himself. Jimmy, yep.
1: I, I'm I'm gonna kick it back to you because I I think it's time for your fan fiction a little bit. We'll be back in a second bantering with the boys. But right now, I want to talk about your boys. Are they sticking to your thighs right now? Whoa. We're talking underwear. We're talking Tommy John. That wide summer step. You see it on the street. Someone takes that gaping step. Uh, That's because they're not wearing their Tommy John underwear with cooling solution to your sticky situations. Tommy John, I'm going off the map, people. I had one pair, wore them on my wedding day, wore them for special occasions. I just re-upped with this deal they gave us. Because at TommyJohn.com slash Yanks, you will get 20% off your first order right now. So you know what I did? You know what I did, Jim? You sure you know what I did? I ordered two of the pairs that I had. Because I was like, this is a lock. I already like these. But then I went into Jake mode and I was like, what if there's a pair I like more? Mm. so i ordered a similar pair i'm wearing them right now and i like them i like them a lot so fellas class it up treat yourself take care of your downstairs with tommyjohn.com slash yanks 20 percent off your first order click the link let's get back to it
0: oh yeah. i wrote fan fiction about um the Yankees, uh, Casey and Rizzo. So I want you to confirm or deny my theory, or if my fan fiction is better than what actually happened. So Rizzo takes two at-bats without his batting gloves on, right? Mm -hmm. I have Sean Casey hiding his gloves from him (laughs) so that he has to square the ball up. Otherwise it's going to hurt more. And Rizzo doesn't want it to hurt his hands more. And that was Casey's old school, new school method of making sure you square it up. Rizzo goes out there, Sands batting gloves, gets his first kind of like legit knock on a high inside fastball, like a really nice swing, and then puts another one up the middle that Witt uh, Jr., I think, kind of slid and robbed that is maybe a hit in other areas. Is How true oh, yeah. is my fan fiction? Fan nonfiction, yeah.
3: maybe? I think that's fan fiction. I think that's mm. just Riz trying different things.
0: You think that, What what is the intention there? Just to switch it up just to do something different
3: yeah guys will do that you know i could never i mean when i played i never took in a bat without my batting gloves bp anything you if you handed me a bat and and said hey what do you think of this i would go put my batting gloves on first <laughs> to feel the bat so i don't quite understand that um but guys do it and have done it you know throughout time sometimes guys will switch it up and and um just give him a little bit of different feel with it, and you know, Riz. I guess Riz it up.
0: Is it the equivalent of in um, Tin Cup when they have Kevin Costner's? He just puts his keys in his other pocket, just like a mental change. Like this actually doesn't help, or is there some physicality of like feel feeling the bat yeah. more, feeling more on top of the ball or something? I don't know.
1: Probably a little bit of both. Okay. A little bit of both for the, uh, for the silent treatment. Like does, is there a code word? Does someone yell out like Ambergy or did like, judge
3: judge is the biggest silent
0: treatment fan.
3: That one you didn't even need to, to.
0: Okay. It was
3: unspoken. I think it was just, everyone was kind of looking at each other. You just kind of knew that was coming. So, um, but yeah, somebody usually you just, there's almost just like a look or a, and everyone just kind of knows.
0: Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Is Casey a bat tape guy? A lot of the guys have this blue bat tape on their bat now. Is that just because, like, you know, equipment manager bought some cool new tape, or is that a, a something as well?
3: Yeah, I, I don't know. You'll you don't have to ask. Okay. I don't think that's a Casey thing.
0: But well, I funny if be it wrong. was, I have a lot of Casey fan fiction going on in my head. <laughs>
1: How about maybe give us a Casey fact story so I can get Jimmy off of the fan fiction or,
0: or who's gravitated towards him the most. Like, have you, have you, has there been a hitter that is just with him and he's with like, you know, really picking his ear, really utilizing his knowledge and his, um, his career and everything he's, you
3: know. Well, I, I think Riz, you know, uh, has definitely gravitated towards them. They had a relationship prior to this. Um, obviously both really good left-handed hitters. You know, they have a lot in common in that first base. Um, you know, with with Riz going through what he's gone through the last couple months, there's been a lot of, you know, kind of behind the scenes work going on with him. So I'll just, you know, for the sake of right, say Riz and he have probably done a lot together and connected and have a lot of conversations here in these first couple of weeks. Um, you know, the, but that said, I think. I think Case has done a really good job connecting with most of these guys and in short order developing a pretty good relationship.
0: Rizzo took batting practice with Sean Casey and Nick Swisher. If you took oh a round God. of BP with those two, would you walk away thinking you were like God's gift to hitting?
3: <laughs> probably. I would. I probably wouldn't have said anything with those guys. Oh, there yeah. there wouldn't have been a lot of space to no. –
0: But a lot of compliments to flying to fly away.
3: Fly. A lot of compliments, a lot of confidence, a lot of energy. Uh you know, so you just try and feed off that energy that's in that room.
1: Sheesh. And Casey Casey went mustache, then shaved it. It Was, was that a little little slump buster move of his own, or was he like, mm, I, I hate it's
0: probably having a, text, a mustache? It's probably a text from the wife, if I had to guess.
3: <laughs> probably a little. Probably, yeah, probably a little bit of both. Like, eh, it's not going so great with this one. Let's mix this up. Plus. I don't know how much I like it on me anyway.
0: I, I did a mustache in 2021 when you guys had lost 10 in a row, and then you won 10 in a row. Do you want to do mustache with me? Oh,
3: uh, wow. if, if, you know, I'd do a lot for 10 in a row.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you have to do it first. That's like that's the gamble <laughs> that's part. That's the trick.
3: Yeah, I know. Oh, any, so super, point, any superstitions
0: yeah. on the coaching staff? Like, if, you know, if... um if Blake leaves your side when when it's the pitching like you know you guys stand in the same spot is there any superstition there any like hey get back or hey don't say that
3: Not really. Not really. All
0: right. Next Sorry. time make make up something cool next time,
3: you know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Sorry. That's all right. Anything? I think that's it. Anything else? Uh, oh oh. Uh trades coming up. At one point you had said you thought this deadline was looking lackluster just not you As personally. A fan. From and not Yankees specifically. You just said like on the outset, it looked like there wasn't much action. Obviously, right now we're in the middle of like rumor city, where there's yeah. a ton of talk about stuff that might not happen, which gets exciting for the, for the Yankees. Do you do you think there's going to be action? And is there a is there a order you like? You know, like if is, is there an? A, it seems like more pitchers are on the market than I originally thought. Do you have any? Things like that happening internally, like oh, there's actually more left fielders than we thought available, or oh, actually, there's actually no. I side.
3: I haven't even really. I don't even know how deep our conversations have got. I've kind of left that to cash in the front office for right now, and kind of trying to handle our business here. Um, I I I think what seems to be a little bit unique about this deadline is the <clears throat> fluidity of so many teams that are in a buy sell sort of mode yeah could do could even be doing both could be trading major leaguers for major leaguers like you know one team may be today a seller and three days from now they may be buyers and they're kind of laying groundwork for all of those things. So I think that's the biggest probably the most interesting thing right now is you know when we get down to whatever it is four or five days from now, now, what's the lay of the land and how many guys are actually ch- trading places? Hard I wanna, to predict right
0: We want to make up a name for these two weeks of baseball, because yeah. with the expanded wildcard, we are in that limbo area of what are you going to do? Like, like just being honest, if you guys go out there and you get swept by the Royals, I, I do think that changes what the front office, would've what done. they're would have done. Uh, I would think there's more to done. I don't think it's, I don't think by, by sweeping the Royals, you are officially like we're full buy, 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 buy. But I, and I don't think if you got swept, it's 100% sell, but I just think on the margins, it makes a difference. So Jake and I are looking up for, uh, we want a name. We want MLB to market this two week stretch. Make, yeah, that's a good point.
1: Makeup or shake up the
0: tread. That's what line. you guys do. You
1: guys let's go.
0: Yeah. Treadline's the best thing we got. Tread Hunker down and come up with something. Yeah.
3: I'm up with a couple of different terms that you can throw teams into this bucket, that bucket, that bucket.
0: I have trivia for you to end this episode. It's really though a I message. One quick fr- question okay. One trivia. trick question that from, from, my trivia,
1: this is kind of, yeah, I was going to say dumb and offbeat, but that's kind of my lane. Um, uh, if Hal's around, do you like stiffen up? Like, I don't know. I just kind of like an honest question. Like the owners he's around, I think at a lot of companies, like he's if, at
0: the first game if, of every series, If the big boss is around,
1: you know, you kind of stand up a little straighter and that stuff. Do you feel it when he's around? Um, yeah, I mean, you definitely,
3: it's more yeah, his you're, sister. You're aware yeah. but that that's he, like, he's, I mean, he's easy to be around too, though. And, um, you know, he's, he's. He's, actually, he's in my office quite a bit, you know, having conversations. And,
0: Does he call you uh, Booney? Does he call you Aaron? Does he call you Skip? Um, my guess I think would be Aaron. Booney. Booney. Okay. Yeah. Cool.
1: Nice. All right.
0: All right. I have trivia, which is actually, uh-huh. um, I'll be just transparent. This is actually me trying to talk to the front office via <laughs> through you on trivia. Uh, <laughs> how many names, different names, do you think you've penciled in to the starting lineup in the left field spot in the last three seasons? 2021, 2022, 2023. 2021, 2022, 2023. How many different names have started a, a game in left field for you?
3: 13.
0: That would be great, but it's 20. <laughs> 20? 20. 20 so if the front office is listening i think it would make um, how
3: many have started 10? 10 or 10 what
0: f- games are you're you trying to find a limit like
3: yeah. oh, Five or more
0: five or more one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen so that's where you, so you got that right if that's the way your brain was working yeah. So don't you think it'd be easier if you just kind of had a guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. See? All right. They're listening. Be con- be yeah. nice. It's actually been 9 in 20 or uh 9 in 2021, 9 in 2022, and you're at 9 already in 2023. Different guys. The most started by one player in one year is 46 games in the last 3 years.
3: Fort- Who is that?
0: Hicks. Hicks and Gallo. Uh, Gallo did it in 2021. Hicks did it in 2022. And it's just so odd because left field at Yankee Stadium is a big field. Gardner was a mainstay. He was starting 100 games there for his at the end of his tenure. And and when he left, it's just crazy that we haven't had, like, yeah. a left fielder in the stadium. I think uh, if anyone's listening, it would be make Boone's job easier. It's a lot of different names.
3: I'll insert that, too. You know? Okay. All
0: right. Yeah. And we might even get more this year.
3: We'll see. More what?
0: Guys oh. that start in left field.
3: More than twenty. You never know. Stay tuned. Stay Next tuned. week. All right. Next week will be the first, right?
0: Let's beat the Mets, huh? Yeah.
3: Yes. We'll try to do that.
0: Second time you're seeing Verlander. So my stats about how the Yankees are better seeing after when they see a guy second time. Yeah. I, let's do that. I think you guys had to really get at bats yeah. against him last game. Yeah. Just
3: Yes. Hopefully we can carry that into the night. Let's go get
0: one. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Booney.
3: All right, guys. See so, ya. Yeah.
0: That was bantering with Boone. We figured that we might have some you know, tougher, more like non-fun conversations coming up in the future, like the last two were. So we kept it a little lighter, a little forward moving. They swept the Royals. Let's try and be positive about it. Deadline's coming up. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Because they get two-game swept by the Mets. Then the next episode, oh. Dan Jake, might be more pointed. Pointed's a great word, Jack. I like that word. It's a great word. Thank you.
3: Yeah. Of late, they've been doing their job. So, <sighs> of the last series. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Last series against the Royals. It's I was going to say game. since the last time we talked to Booney, but the yeah. no. Angels happened. But. Game
1: to game, series for series at a time, as we're in treadline season. And you I you don't like know. that. It works. Yeah. It, it's, I like when it's, he turns uh,
0: and looks at his calendar. I'll, that got me really good on
1: I'll this fall thing. in love with treadline. When we have Zach or one of our people make like a, a moving graphic that says trade deadline and then it rearranges the letters and it says treadline.
0: Yeah. Also, maybe do like like a, like a chart of the standings of the teams. Write out the break, and then. After the deadline And like you see like wah, wah, wah. Every time he dramatically turns his head To look at his calendar I think we should follow suit I, I did Yeah Jake did it Oh you did? Yeah. Oh I didn't I should do it Because I have a calendar Because it right. looks
1: like he sees a ghost If you don't yeah.
0: If you watch for the
1: first time Yeah It looks like he, he sees He turns a ghost. so suddenly He's looking at a calendar
3: Explain that on one of these apps
0: The next two games Go Yanks Tell him Grams.
1: Go Yankees
0: Boom, 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 boom. Da, da, doo, doo, Get doo. Give me a big calendar. Send a picture of the calendar. Send us your calendar. Hmm.